In this world, is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast. Today on No Guts, No Glory, Volume 1, Chapter 5, The Guardians of Desire, Part 3. Excellent. Shout out to me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having a seat. You are desire, desire. Uh, we are recording live i guess well we're streaming live we're recording while we stream live here at twitch <laughs> yeah are all records not live in theory <laughs> slash probing ancient aliens where uh patrick matthews longtime fan of probing ancient aliens our other podcast if you're listening to this for the first time and have no clue who we are probing ancient aliens is our other long-running podcast and uh this is now our berserk podcast but patrick matthews longtime fan uh who coined uh, some coin who coined <laughs> Steve and I as being known as baby boy and baby mouth. Yes. Uh, but not with knowing which one was which. Yes. We still never, never know <laughs> which one is which and we will never. But uh, yeah. despite me testing on various adult men, if I have a baby mouth, but, <laughs> um, some of them called me baby boy, but that's yeah. kind of me, you know, yeah. wagging the dog. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Witness. So it's not right. You had the little hat on with the spinning top and <laughs> eating yeah, lollipops. Yeah. Propeller beat. Yeah. <laughs> in front of them. Yes. <laughs> with $20 in your hand. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just like Patrick Matthews, you can chat with us live here uh, every other Monday night uh, around. Well, it's 7.42 p.m. right now, but in the, usually in the 7 o'clock Pacific hour. Uh, but you don't have to be here on twitch.tv slash aliens. You can subscribe and listen on your podcast service of choice. Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever. Where we also hope you'll give us nice reviews, nice five-star ratings and reviews with those ratings. But uh, uh, we would really appreciate that. It would help us get found by more potential strugglers out there we'll call them for uh uh for now but uh but yeah we uh we cover the entire manga of berserk starting with chapter one and volume one and going in chronological order so we're on episode five here um which is the third of six parts of the guardians of desire so um, which I totally forgot when I was reading this tonight. I, I thought this there was, was that the, many. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was the final part that you get to oh, the right, right, next yeah. volume, um, with our handsome femto, uh, uh, showing at the next volumes first little page there, which is volume three or whatever of the, yes. the, the podcast. No, of the, <laughs> of the, of the manga. So, um, but, uh, yeah, this, this fucker went by fast. It was 110 pages. A lot and, of picture pages. Uh, yeah, I told Ryan to to show up fifteen minutes later because I was running late and thought it would take me like an hour and taking notes and stuff. But it's an action heavy extravaganza. We're yeah. making, making a lot of sound effects this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, are we still? Wait, he, still... he's still on. You what? left his sound oh, effect. Oh. 
Side note on Apple, we did pick up another five star, just no review. Oh, nice. So we're at five total reviews. Wow. Five, five we're at four for a while. For a um, while. Little inside baseball, the dumb free um, chartable app that we use to track our, to kind of aggregate stuff. Mm-hmm. One of my longtime theories is correct. Because they just announced we finally have Spotify podcast data mm. in Chartable. Because I was like, why are these numbers always lower on our other show uh, than they are in the main RSA, you know, in our the gen- sound, Yeah, um, the general ping thing, feed. Right? So, yeah. uh, but that was good to know. But um, is there a name associated with the that five stars? No, that's what I said. No one left an actual review. So oh, okay. it I can see how many like ratings there are, and then it only shows if someone writes something. So only Got one it. person oh. has written something, but four other people have just left a blank five-star review. And that person was uh, Citrix SCU, who was in there the chat. <laughs> so thank you. Um, oh, and congratulations, Patrick Matthews. He got engaged to the little lady, and she said yes. So congrats, congrats, congrats. Um, <laughs> Um, fun fact, Ryan is the only one on this podcast who is not married. So let's get a move wow. on, sir. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I think is for, in I've been July. waiting for you to get on down <laughs> on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are going to be more adult film stars. There. Exactly. The, well, the ports are open <laughs> again, so you can get, you know, yes. the freshest off the boat. You can. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this is sushi grade even though <laughs> which i learned uh, and always thought sushi grade was bullshit that doesn't actually mean anything um it's only a term made up for marketing purposes because yeah, all fish that. is sushiable it's just determined from an fda standpoint it's basically making sure you freeze it right and treat it appropriately because all sushi is frozen before you eat it all um, sushi tequila. technically it's encouraged again, like you pointed out, you sent that news story that it's not technically an official thing. But, oh, right. I forgot but, I shared that. But the yeah. FDA recommends that all sushi, sushi, all the fish, the dead fish, is exposed to the entire Frieza saga from right. Dragon Ball Z. Uh, and, therefore, and therefore, it's cleansed of any parasite. Right, or right, right. Because uh, it's too bored to support the life of all those parasites and, and yeah. microbes. It's going 5,000. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like many kids that grew up in uh, in the Toonami area, area, <laughs> you know, in the Toonami area, Toonami, California. Uh, but uh, no, in the, in the early Toonami area, oh, God, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like fucking Mike Mitchell from um, the Doughboys. Yeah, Toonami era in the '90s when when DBZ first premiered, and they Funimation only had the rights through the Frieza saga. So for literally like six years, they just played the Saiyan Saga and the Frieza Saga over and over again until I took it upon myself to boot, to buy bootleg VHSs that were right, right, created right. by their quality and subtitle quality. So well, and I stretched my own monkey tail back out. I, you know, that was cut off from me as a child. I did not have a say in it. I'm, you know, a restretcher. Uh, I need to have that back. You were Saiyan-sized. Exactly. <laughs> Circum-Saiyan. Circum-Saiyan. Exactly. Better, yeah. So I can restretch into appropriate uh, tail length. Well, and you're giving it back. You are you almost got the patent on your, your Saiyan tail stretcher. You exactly. Know, yeah. It's caused some damage to some people, but we're working through those lawsuits. And, you know, I think it was more learned there and how they were using the weights and the, the hooks. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's just a fleshlight hooked up to your shop vac. Uh, well, just don't. Hey, industry secrets show. You don't. Oh, sausage is made. Okay. Don't yeah. tell it. 
there's a self-lubricator. Oops, let that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a serum you're supposed to take, and then I come over to help you implement. <laughs> Fun slurping sounds not included. Exactly. <laughs> <Do that yourself. laughs> but recorded. Yes, I was going to say, yeah, there's a DVD that, <laughs> that you could play. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, welcome to our Berserk podcast. Uh, no guts, no glory. But uh, oh, Patrick Matthews has a great tag, undulate, sl- great slogan. If it doesn't fit, you spit. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> nice. uh, we'll we'll set a meeting up, P. Matthews, to uh, get the licensing uh, rate. <laughs> yeah, that's going on a shirt, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll deem it a great slogan instead of slogan. Right. <laughs> That'll be on the backs of our No, no Guts, yeah. No Glory yeah. shirts. <laughs> Yeah, I kept calling the count uh, Sluggo in this episode, yeah, as I was thinking. <laughs> uh, a shout out to his truly, Ryan, for that violin intro that you heard as well. That was him playing the violin with Steve doing Yeehaw. the layering and producing. Um, but uh, yeah, we are once again live on twitch.tv slash probinghnaliens. Join us for the record. Uh, but otherwise, listen up, you little, you little puck fuckers out there, because we're... We're getting into some action here. We're getting into the reveal of a girl version of Griffith, kind of in this in this uh, chapter, uh, with the uh, crazy crazy ambition eyes, hawk eyes, and all when she decides Ooh. to leave her her Ooh. room, you know. But uh, she got she literally is like a she's like a fucking color swapped monster from Final Fantasy series, like like <laughs> when it was oh here's an imp and a dark imp later in the game. That's harder. You choose Griffith and Smash Bros. And yeah, you tap him a couple times. Exactly. And then he's he's like, wait, he's a little girl. Yeah. Uh, where's the um, sword oh <laughs> it's a pork sword yeah. um but uh but yeah we have a little segment here uh where we ask each other how we are doing i mean p matthews gets the honor because he is the first in the twitch chat tonight but uh, he's gonna ask how we're doing but also kind of what are we watching and what are we playing right now if we were the resident evil 4 merchant we would say what are you buying what are you selling uh <laughs> but we're gonna ask uh p matthews is gonna ask uh, Ryan, first, what, how are you doing and what are you watching and playing? I am doing just fine. Uh, now, where'd you meet her? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, just fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I am doing great, actually. Uh, I just finished yesterday watching. Um, let's see. What's it Did called? we it's all finish yesterday? So. <laughs> so yesterday being uh, the day before today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Star Wars Visions, it's on Disney+. Plus. Um, I figured I'd give it a watch because there were some episodes in the first season that I thought were cool. Mm-hmm. I liked like one of the <laughs> episodes of this one. I like watched all mm. the episodes. One was really good. It's called The Screeching Reach or something. Okay. Uh, and then the other ones were all mostly like feel-goody and like samey message. Like that whole thing where the Jedi are, they have to leave their family or a loved one behind mm. to go to become a Jedi. Yeah, break all I swear like half of the episodes were like, you must make this choice. And then they're like, mm. okay, are you going to be all right? It's like, yeah. yes, I will be all right. I'm a Jedi now. It's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, that's a fine, you know, theme, but don't do it for like half yeah. the episode. Especially <laughs> like, when it's something like vig- Visions, which is supposed to be completely different art styles, genres, like yeah. all these, all these fun Elseworlds kind of takes on star wars which was kind of a thought i had about the previous season of how they kind of it seemed like they almost collaborated in their theming yeah. and i was like wait they, they shouldn't be this similar yep. in their themes of like oh wow the big twist is that they're actually a sith that was like yeah. the first season like right. everyone was actually secretly a sith but then a good sith or something <laughs> like it was weird 
because that's the, a thing. But the Screeching Reach, that one, not bad, not okay. bad. Right. There was like one other one where the, I think, gosh, I forgot the name of it, but the animation was really good, but the writing was so bad. Mm. Like they were saying stuff that was just like, it was like an AI wrote it, but like somehow badly. I don't know. It was because <laughs> you can't just say like an AI wrote it now and, and be like, oh, well, yo, of course it's bad. May the force be with you. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, it was it was some weird stuff. There were some episodes where it was like just barely Star Wars enough. Mm. That they, they were just trying to get some message across, but it was like, oh, well, look, there's a a water ventilator thingy from Tatooine <laughs> oh, God. that's on the planet. So therefore it's Star Wars. But uh, otherwise it's just like bunnies and like otters and stuff talking to each other. Okay. There's some weird ones. Sure anyway, I finished watching that. Furry's Delight. Yes, yes. Star Wars is, seems to be in a very pandering stage right now. It's like a... It's like a it's well, they're like in the money grab, right? It's like yeah, they got to yeah, hold yeah, on for their life, yeah. and they're kind of stressed, and I think letting the money grab overtake right. that kind of riskiness and willingness to kind of get out there and creative. Or be yeah. creative. Yeah, because I think because the there was such a there was such a decent amount of critic and probably an unexpected to them amount of criticism for the newer trilogy. Now we're seeing the content that was probably planned in the wake of the fear of, oh God, how do we just make sure and give people cool shit, but more of just what they or what we think well, they want, you and, know? Yeah, like, and get more subscribers because right. if you notice Disney stock is way down at yeah, the moment, yeah. has been down for like probably the last six months. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to make sure they're battling Netflix and all these people. So they need all the social, you know, engagement type content and, you know, all the cutesy, whatever bullshit. And bringing um, kids as, as always like star Wars ultimately is a children's thing, even the original yeah. one, but it's like, yeah. they want to bring kids in. So again, a kid watching season three of the Mandalorian with their parents is not going to be lost because the writing is much like how you were describing the writing on that other show on the, on the visions show where it's just extremely straightforward yeah. pandering and repetitive as opposed to subtle and interesting, right. you know? Well, and again, the kids who are probably older now, I used to have come into the shop and be at conventions, loved the prequel stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, that was exactly. what they grew up with. Right. And it, everyone's like, Oh, that shit. So I'm sure the same thing's happening now. Right. Like, Oh, this is all garbage. And then kids are eating it up and then that's, what's going to keep them going. Right. Keep them. They, they want it. They're, they're the manufacturing, the new generation of kids and the right. Star Wars nostalgia yeah, so that yeah. they can be obsessed with all this shit. So yeah. Plus the whole Disney plus thing. It's like their flagship was the Mandalorian. And right. so people, a lot of people probably subscribe to it for the Star yes. Wars aspect of it. So they need to keep some kind of content. Always oh, yeah. 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 That is Star Wars. Right. So yeah. this yeah. also, it was sad to me that like, uh, that this like Mandalorian has, I think two years or more in between each fucking season. And I'm like, it does this third season. I was like, why? Like this should have been, we've got to wait this yeah. long. You should have cranked. You, yeah. You should have cranked this out in six months or something. And because it's almost like, it's not a spoiler, but it's kind of an interstitial season in a weird way, you know, but right. um, either way, I mean, we're getting into whatever. We're still talking about fucking <laughs> swords and armor and shit like that. Right, <laughs> right. Fine, but, um, and that's what this segment's for. But uh, anyway, what, what else? Anything you, are you playing any games right now? Uh, not so much, just a little, uh, little spice of V rising here and there. It's a vampire kind of survival game, mm. uh, top down, like you build the castle, you feast on, you do cool village shit with your friends. So, yeah. and it's not just pronounced Verizing. No, it's mm. V for vampire. Mm. 
Rising <laughs> wireling. Yes. <Yeah>. Rising wireling. <laughs> wire. Yeah. You Go suck your bank account dry with all those <laughs> SMS messages. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's that. not too much, but uh, just here. Oh, some more Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Ryan's deep in his first watch of Battlestar yes, Galactica. First, I haven't watched it. Oh wow, wow. That's no. cool. uh-huh. I've seen it through three times. It's so good. No. I'm a Firefly guy. Okay. You don't have to be there. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> right, is that the show was called Firefly? Right? Yeah. Or no, yeah, was that the movie? And then Serenity the was the movie, I believe. Serenity was the movie. Okay, because then the name of the ship was Serenity. Exactly. It was yeah. a Firefly Very class. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the ship name in a Battlestar Galactica, I wouldn't, I, I don't know. It right. <laughs> could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch that Go Ram show. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you watch Firefly at all? No, I didn't. They, the, it's in, the, in this future all the slang and stuff is based off like Chinese patois. Yeah. It's, like it's kind of like, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, total recall, but, um, oh. <laughs> what's the, what's the future movie? Me and Matt always watch. Oh, uh, blade runner, blade runner. Yeah. yeah. yeah Where it's yeah. like, there's slang is the same thing, right? It's like jumbled yes. up Asian talk. Exactly. Yeah. There, there's only one slang, which is fracking. <laughs> that's right. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, that's it. Steve. So how are you doing, Steve? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, yeah, I'm actually trying to get through The Mandalorian. I just mm. haven't been super interested in it. So I think I watched <laughs> episode three or four this weekend. So there's, what, eight in the whole season? Yeah, Always so we'll, The we'll trucking. Joe. Featuring Dinjar. It's the Bo Katan show featuring Dinjar and something. Okay. Yeah. Ding darning. Um, but yeah, so watching that. Uh, and quick um, side note Bo Katan, the actress, is the one of the main characters in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, uh, okay. Named Starbuck. Yes. Um, what's it called? But on the less uh, sci fi realm, always watching that succession. I don't know if you guys watch any of that, mm. but we're in the final season, and that has yeah. been quite good. That's so one that, that probably, like, where Sarah and I are kind of interested, but we'll wait until it's over and can just watch the whole thing through. Yeah, it's not like Mad Men in the way of what the show's about, but in the sense of where people are like, oh, it's really good, and you get pulled in and all that stuff, and it actually was good. Um, that's and it's comedic, too, right? To. I thought it was pure drama. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, no, yeah, yeah. Comedic it actually stuff, draws yeah. me in more, because otherwise exactly. I was like, this seems like a madman knockoff or something. So Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like, yeah, more punchy joke. Nice. Not like, you know, slapstick or anything, but yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's there's some good hits in there. Uh, and then getting ready for the old disc golf tournament. So yeah, I haven't been playing too many That's games right. of any kind, but uh, hitting the course every weekend. So we went down to Murrieta Mountain Pride this last weekend and hung out with your old brother-in-law. Dick oh, Nick 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 yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he actually <laughs> well, because he was like, yeah, I haven't been in like a month or two. And then and before that, it was even longer. It's like he just like plays with his dad once in a while. Yeah, I think then, whenever. Yeah, Car- right, the, the living Pino's down there. What? He plays with his dad once in a while? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Disco. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right. He finishes. <laughs> <laughs> they finished on the course. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying this to think about it. Nick that you always hear about from in Arma. Oh, yeah. Oh, he I, was a pre Arma member. Yeah, you met him the one yeah. time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, but yeah, he it was good to catch up. Yeah, because I hadn't seen him probably since the last time I played down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it sounds like he's making his way up here a bunch, so he was happy to have the weekend off of driving. Uh, so just do some driving out on the course. But um, yeah, and then going to a big festival concert this weekend. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Here we go. A one. A three. A four. A five. Oh, it's a six. There we go. 
<laughs> cool. Double markings of the beast here, uh, the Holy Trinity. <laughs> um have you gotten your mark of the beast like uh in the last year or so Uh, oh yeah every now and then that thing pops in so i get a what i call my demon mark so my own little red line that goes through the center of my eyebrow so joey's seen it everyone's seen it it magically appears magically disappears i levitate once it has occurred uh, (laughs) my eyes glimmer green a little bit (laughs) uh yeah we have a few music festivals so it's like uh the yeah yeah yeahs will be headlining we've Mm. got hot chip you got mgmt you got oh wow uh, empire of the sun you got this is this put on by sal yeah sal's gonna be there he broke his foot but he will be there this is his uh thesis if you will yeah Uh, so yeah, looking forward to that. That's going to be all day Saturday. So long Saturday, but should be now. Fun, what so. what genre are those bands? Is it? It's not pop. Is it like hipster rock? It's, Is it like yeah? Well, I call it like just hipstery, but it's still like serious XMU like indie. Is it's kind indie of what rock that still is, yeah, yeah. And that serious XMU, it's XMU because it's like university, like college rock, but it's like oh, so they'll play I newer stuff, but then they still play that old shit too. That's like. Yeah, yeah now at this point 15 years old (laughs) crazy so uh but anyways yeah that should be fun nice how about you joe man uh dude okay uh (laughs) had another couple calls with some of my top choices for schools for the msw program that i've talked so when you say call is that like a business not like a business interview but an interview where you're chatting and with yeah like with the um like admissions advisor person that can, can can like tell you what the website doesn't or doesn't tell you well like they'll tell you okay about, here's more uh more of a deep understanding about the curriculum and how this schedule works and what kind of time you're looking at for the full-time versus the part-time versus the whatever you know so all that kind of stuff but uh probably gonna apply to another one tomorrow how many you do now uh, that'll be two because the okay. application process is I'm like, it's pretty long. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. And so I want to, I want to have these, uh, conversations, um, with a couple, a couple just haven't straight up. It's weird. I'm getting all their marketing emails, their automated emails, because I requested info from the website, but then they won't respond till on my actual email. With questions. <laughs> funny. Um, but, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, fun for me but boring for everyone else uh we watched uh sarah and i watched um free jack last night not sure if you've ever seen that but that is it's, uh was this action jack boys related because yeah that's really? an action movie right <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, emilio estevez anthony hopkins mick jagger renee russo and it is a 1992 sci-fi movie about how rich people in the future can can uh with a time travel extraction device they can extract people from the past for use for the use of having a younger body for a rich person Mm. to transfer their brain into so they can live forever essentially So why does it need to be someone from the past and not someone from the present oh i'm glad you asked steve because (laughs) in the in the only 18 years that Emilio Estevez's character is extracted from his uh, Formula One race that he's in, and he and he's about to die in. Like, so they they at least take someone that is like, oh, is that why? The, okay, die. so they're like someone who's going to be dead yeah. and doesn't matter. But, okay, that that makes a little more sense. But the, but the real reason, because he asked the same question, he finds his agent from back then living in the future. It's from 1991 in the movie in the present to the future is 2009. So it's only 18 years. So we but, missed it. But in that 18 years, the entire world has like collapsed and changed. And like right. New York is this like lawless place. 
it's very un, it's very not it, it needed to be like 45 years to for that to be believable right, but right. uh but if it were that much longer then the relationship with renee russo who was his girlfriend back then would be uh, awkward because she'd be too old right know? right so he catches <laughs> up but it's yes. his body right right okay and so he's on the run because he escapes the lab because they were going to like make him brain dead and all that stuff mm-hmm. when they extracted him and it would be kind of a no must no fuss thing but he escapes uh and his old agent who is the guy that plays the taxi driver ghost of christmas past on scrooge the big oh yeah the comedian dude. guy right uh yes he he tells him Cause he's like, why don't they just pick people from, you know, now or whatever. And he's like, because all these people, they've been living most of their lives without an ozone. It's a very like, benzene and ozone and this and what look how unhealthy everyone is. Like it's, which they don't like, everyone just looks normal. No one's even like falling apart or anything. But right, right. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good in a bad fun way in an ironic. Yeah. Way, yeah. Fun it was way. entertaining. Yes. I think they covered on how this get made a long time ago, but I never mm. watched it. So, um, and then, yeah, I finished up, uh, the old final fantasy four Cecil mm. and his party saved the world and his, his Lunarian, um, brother who basically was a Darth Vader thing, but he was being controlled, uh, helps him fight the real bad guy and, uh, uh, everyone is saved and he becomes the King and all this stuff. And it was great. And then I've moved back into a game that I gave up on about 15 hours in a year ago when it came out called dying light two, which is an open world zombie uh, survival game. Uh, Cause I really liked dying light one, but it was really in really bad shape. But in the year since it's been out, they've, they've done a bunch of huge updates to it and even like to the physics engine. And I was like, Oh, this actually feels a lot better to play now. So, uh, so yeah, uh, hmm. not a new game, but a, a free reboot of uh, the game. So yeah, um nothing else uh super interesting to our audience um a little gaming a little watching that's good yeah nice. uh nice. but not game and watch from the nintendo realm yes smash brothers or anything uh their first handheld their first portable system mr game and watch mm. um was like the little tiger god you yeah, probably the little shitty things the little tiger video games that were their own self-contained uh, LC, LCD screen like a calculator and an art like, background yeah, painted background those, and then yeah. I wasn't there when it happened exactly. but yeah, I, yeah. I've seen those before. God, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah I used to have the fucking double dragon one I used to have a Castlevania one and those were the those were big uh, car trips but when, when my sister Laura was going to old Miss Mary's piano class in Fullerton mm. California which seemed like a three hour drive because uh, it wasn't rush hour and it sucked but I'd be in the back of the car playing my tiger toys but those were so hard because it was just like so confusing because it's just like weird lines and yeah you don't understand the level and yeah it's like (laughs) i would play it and then just like i don't know what the fuck is going on and then and it would only have like three levels so if you played it literally a thousand times you got used to what you had to do but it was still it was very awkward yeah yeah um but it was it was the proto graphing calculator style game. Correct. Correct. Oh, yes. but fun fact about my first gaming experience: uh, mine was the uh, Game Boy Color, mm. inherited by my fr- from my cousin. Yeah. The day the day after I got it, uh, I was so excited that, and it was a school day. Yeah. I was brushing my teeth in the morning. <laughs> I made myself throw up <laughs> with the toothbrush. <laughs> I'd never done this before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mom, look, I threw up. I can't go to school. And she was like, all right. So the whole day, I just fucking played that. Wow. It was Jurassic Park 2. Some like oh, Game Boy yeah, Color yeah. game. It was really fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, that's like the only time I've ever like faked being yeah. sick before. It was I've just, never done this before. This, like, but... <laughs> I just <laughs> this gleam in my eye. I was like, all right, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you didn't abuse that power and then become bulimic and yeah, know, exactly. stuff. <laughs> it was, okay, by the way, it was not like a massive like throw up. It was like just the tiniest Vile. gag, yeah, but yeah. like. It was, but it was enough. It was. It got the job done. Yeah. All right. Did your like mom in your shot and heard you gagging? No, but I, well, I lit, okay, not the TMI, but I like showed her the sink and I was uh, like, "Oh, look, I mean, carrots." I need to play yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it cuts like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where he's like, "They bought it," right. and then it goes yeah, to yeah, adventure. Not a camera. <laughs> they got. It. Yeah, they got it. Yeah. Was that the only game on there? The Jurassic Park they, 2? Well, I had the Jurassic Park two. I had. Pokemon Blue. Oh wow! And I had Gex. Oh yeah, Gex. Which was just the most shit game. Yeah. Which it wasn't even was... normal Gex. It was some like Gex like side right because Gex was a PlayStation One series. That yeah, came out. yeah. It was it Gex controlled terribly. Like yeah. the other two, Pokemon Blue and and the Jurassic Park game were totally fine. Yeah, but Gex was so bad, so I just never played that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was my first experience. Wow, In you can you got a puke to play yep. in Ryan's house. <laughs> Um, I think we are ready to move see, on see. to the meat and potatoes, the slug meat <laughs> and potatoes, the oh, colostrum of it all. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, the main event. Uh, wherever my bookmark is. Let's yeah, I've been keeping my bookmark on where I start, not where I finish. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, geez, I shouldn't really. There. There's some crying puck starting. Yeah, he is. I just choose a random page to give me scripture for the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I mean, there wasn't really any news, but it was the anniversary just the other day of uh, Mira-san, of Kentaro Mira's death in 2021. So oh. the Berserk meme pages were alight with actually some very sad, like, I actually, like, because I, I mean, Steve would know, I would admit if I fully teared up, but I like proto teared up, like I wanted to tear up because someone made a meme where it was like R.I.P. You know, Kentaro Miura on the date, mm-hmm. and then below it was Tobey Maguire as Spider Man, where he said in the first one when he's like, "I missed him a lot today" because it was the day of, and I was like, "I was like, that's actually pretty touching." But uh-huh. uh, yeah, but I, uh, I did see like a, a someone post like it, it was like an anime drawing of Miura like yes. doing that whole like bro like yes I saw handshake that with guts, <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah having their own rage faces like you know, like compared to each other in the you know. In the panel, I shouldn't be drinking while I'm trying to talk. Yeah. No um, one did uh, him being ripped apart and raped in hell. At no, all. no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, me or in the, 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 no, 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 no. Right, well, this uh, group's not as aggressive. That's reaching up. How dare sweet. you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, who's the one taking it from behind? <laughs> Femjo, the yeah. god hand, hand clearly. <laughs> um, we start off with uh, so I mean, this episode is, I think, the most heavily inside a castle which we will see a lot of in this series especially in the upcoming golden age arc golden age arc starts after the guardians of desire sub sub arc so yes well i guess it's just an arc no it's a sub arc uh but we get some kind of mc escher shit here which also is a little prelude to what will happen uh pretty soon and um, let's not forget our four sentence summary of the chapter oh shit yeah right Yes, skip right over that. I, I think, think it is, is on me, by the way. Uh, yeah, because I think I did last yes, time. Yes. Yeah, yes. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I was. It's weird. This one's. It has both a lot and also not a lot at yeah. the same time. Yeah, exactly. So it's. 
uh, forgive me if I'm not getting everyone's favorite part correct, but uh, the four sentence summary will be like so. So, first sentence. Hmm. <laughs> Second sentence. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, first, first, first yeah. sentence. Uh, Puck is given as a gift to the daughter of the Count, Teresia, who we find out uh, a lot about her. Uh, second sentence, the Count was once a uh, a human who cared about his wife and daughter, but the mother was sacrificed by heretics, and after that, he became a demon. Mm-hmm. Sentence three, Guts cleaves Zondark finally in half, mm-hmm. and in half, and in <laughs> half, and sideways and up and down. <laughs> sentence four guts bashes his way through a, a massive amount of soldiers mm-hmm. to finally get his ass handed to him mm-hmm. by a massive donger slug yes period <laughs> nice yeah that's i mean that's pretty see, good. See, good job good job yeah. <laughs> good form good form peter use of donger as well. <laughs> from the documentary hook yes <laughs> Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. They guts. They guts. Uh, Berserk San is uh, <laughs> determinedly walking up these wooden M. C. Escher stairs up this massive tower. Um. And uh, he's it's some cool kind of shadow shot here. But the artwork in this section is, I think I was talking about it last time, where I was like upcoming the upcoming chapter. There's a lot of messy artwork in that whole stairway scene and. Uh, but it's also crazy because I remember the first time I was rereading this, you know, not so not, you know, 20 years ago, but uh, I don't know, four months ago or something. I was like getting so lost reading that section. And then in this section or this time I was like, oh, it's a pretty short section. Like I, I was getting like it was one of those. It's like when you're tired and reading a novel and you keep like you're reading, but you're not absorbing it. So you have to keep going back like right, to, right, right, zone out. Yeah, exactly. So I kept doing that this time. It was fine. Still messy. Um, and uh uh, anyway, he's on his way there, but then we get our our time with Puck uh, here. So he's been caged. Uh, I mean, if you uh, if this is the if this isn't the top contender for I fuck, <laughs> Puck, the I fuck Puck section, I don't know what is. But um, uh, I did laugh out loud because I completely missed this the first time I read it, first and second time I guess. But he's super bummed out about Vargas from the last, episode, last chapter. Yeah, the old fella. He's very guilty. Uh, I mean, like we are being inundated with characters who are talking about being too weak to save other people or, or fulfill your goal or being guilty that they can't do it themselves and relying on guts. Right. Right. And, but then even though he's bummed out, he just like, he sees or thinks of this like sumptuous salad cake thing. It's like, it's like, it looks like a cake, but then it's lined with like deviled eggs and shit. And I'm like, right. But yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is like the classic? Like, yeah, anime just cut to something super random and yeah. fun, and like, oh yeah, that makes I, me happy. I almost <laughs> didn't catch that he's on top of the cake, like spready. Like, yeah, like a sushi boy spread. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a sushi girl, only sushi boy. Right, right. <laughs> it's kawaii style, kawaii, kawaii, kawaii. Yeah, sushi boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's gonna be my Japanese gay bar that I open up and make a fortune at. Uh, sushi boys, uh, mildly racist too, but. Um, but yeah, we meet, uh, Teresia. I think we've all 
well, Steve didn't pronounce it, but Ryan and I both pronounced it differently. You said Terathia? Yeah, just because I tend to like try and lean towards, I don't know, I, I usually like to look at the Japanese characters, but I just don't care that much about her. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, but like for the other ma- more main characters, I like to look at the Japanese characters because I know how to read Japanese. Right. Um, to see like what, how they're pronouncing it. And I just go for whatever that is. There's some In, characters later, which are like extremely hard be- to, yeah. pr- well, <laughs> extremely hard to pronounce <laughs> and extremely hard um, because it sounds like they were trying to replicate like either German or English words. Right. And that like, but then do you pronounce them like the Japanese version yeah, exactly. or the, yeah. it's, it's weird. Right. But for this one, it's whatever. It's who, who, every, every yeah, this, this could be a Damon demon situation. Cause this is how you spell Teresa. But I've just never seen it with the it, I in front it has of the, the extra A. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it could maybe maybe it's Teresa or something like that. I don't know. But. Uh, yeah. Well, the the reason, by the way, I was pronouncing it Teresia is because usually Japanese equally uh, they call it like a rhythm or a beat mm-hmm. in in the actual syllable. They equalize every syllable. So Teresia. Right. Right. Um, and they would usually pronounce E's as E versus right, right. E. Though the English makes a lot more sense to just say Teresia or Teresa. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. The Romanji. Uh, but yeah, Teresia is uh, Steve's cousin Brandon's daughter. Um, he's bringing her Puck as a gift. Uh, and it's genuine. He wants her, you know, he's captured Puck from the whole. Uh, he captured Puck from the whole. No, from the whole Vargas execution, you know, segment from last time. Uh, and... You know, I don't think there's any talking between the two yet, but because uh, it kind of it's kind of cutting back and forth between Puck and Guts doing their own on their own little journeys here. But um, uh, he gives he tries to give uh, Puck to Teresia. Uh, my note here is she no likey to daddy and so she does not like her father very much. She's irritated with him. This might sound a little off, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the well, at least you didn't. Well. That was like in, uh, so the Angels posted, um, so they have that Japanese player. Uh, Oshiro or something? Something like that. And they beat. My chiropractor the, talks about him nonstop, even though I am not uh, a baseball fan yes. at all. <laughs> but he, they beat uh, a Wisconsin team. So there's a pun on cheese. But it was, um, it was what I sent to you guys, where it was like, it was like this. Oh, I oh. cannot bereave it. Yes. And I was like, but it was like guys. three cheese, but yes. it sounds like he's Japanese. Saying, I cannot bereave it. Like, guys, you can't. <laughs> That's All these people are like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, so, uh, funny, funny little, um, uh, parallel here because guts, as we already know, is fueled by his rage and that happy, you know, he's like, he almost like, you know, gets killed here, but then he's like, fuck this. I got to go, you know, do this right. He lost, he loses some blood in the upcoming fight. And, but then we get the count who also cannot process his feelings in a real way. And he is so pissed that, and so sad, I guess, but so mad that his daughter doesn't want to accept this gift. Right. And, uh, yeah. And so he's like, yeah, yeah, he like (laughs) crushes the fucking, yeah, exactly. That's right. She, again, another weird, you know, she explains yeah. it later, but it's another weird intimation that, like, oh, is she yet another female who is a rape, a sexual assault victim right, in right, right. stories by her own father, which happens many times and other times with kings and their daughters. So. Right? Should we call her Bones then? Right. <laughs> Super deep inside reference to someone who's obsessed with their daughter. Uh, we might have mentioned on the show because, yeah, well, there was somebody we used to work with whose daughter 
he called Bones as a nickname. Why? And he was very obsessed with her, like awkwardly obsessed with her. <laughs> Many more pictures of his daughter than his wife. Like right. always, it's very, very <laughs> strange. But um, so he mentioned said he, he cleaned cream and knocked too. <laughs> uh well for me technically after but uh but yeah uh i mean you know father-daughter incest is not exclusive to berserk there are many <laughs> many hentais with uh, incest themes and i've watched them all so um for research for yeah, research of course <laughs> um but uh yes yeah, so- by the way i would venture to say that she actually isn't uh one of those victims but yeah. i think heavily she's alluded to yeah uh, because yeah, many of the others in the series are. Yes, um, she's repulsed by her father. Yeah, it, yeah it's his... yeah. Oh, go the, ahead. The oddity of what he's become, I think, yeah, is more why the the touch is not welcome. She watched a lot of MTV's oddities with the max yes. and the head and all that stuff and Eon yeah. Flux. Yeah, I think I think it was because uh, that that trauma of losing her mother and it sounds like her father didn't spare her the details because (laughs) the the image where it shows her remembering it, it's like, it's her head, like her own head. And then above that is the quote unquote, like memory or scene. And so it's like, Holy shit. He probably like, or the guards maybe around her, her uh, cage room, essentially. (laughs) Right. Wow. Did you see the way they ripped out that lady's heart? (laughs) Like, oh well, I think it's the thing yeah, parents do where they overly induce fear to so to yes. avoid them having that happen. So it's, yeah, it's like these people are I'm bad. Gonna, don't yeah, know this is crazy. You do not want this. I am minute. the only one who can care for you. Yes. Uh, Great drama. It's it's weird. It's like the thing is she's so afraid of her father, but it's only justified because she probably has a very good sense of like the other. She, she can she can have that intuition or something because I, I, I don't know why else she would be because if you see the dad she, he doesn't even touch her he right. just motions like hey can I like pat your arm or something right. right and it's like and she's like no and so he doesn't do it like right. that's so weird to me how like that such a villainous character wouldn't just be like well fuck it I'm I'm gonna pat your shoulder if I want to right like right, right, he right. doesn't do that and so well it's, it's like, like I mean he kind of looks like Kingpin but some of those characters <laughs> right they're like I want to be with this person, but I'm also not going to force. I'm not a total monster that I will just force yeah. my will upon everyone. There's certain people that yeah. he, he wants her um, to like him, like genuine. Right. Yeah. As and a, that's the humanity deep inside of him still. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He is a more layered apostle than, than well, either of the two that we've seen so far, you know, the, the one in the cold open where he's, you know, guts is banging her by the fireside, but, uh, and then snake <laughs> man, the Duke snake man. But, uh, uh, also, Duke was the head GI Joe fighting the Snake Men in Cobra. Right? They weren't yeah. the Snake, oh, yeah. but you know what I mean. Well, uh, the GI Joe cartoon movie. Oddly enough, they were. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am Snake Man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he 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 desperately wants her love. But uh, but she, as she explains later, she's repulsed because she knows that he just enjoys killing people now, and he's become. Yes. Very sadistic to everyone in her world except her, it seems like. So, um, so yeah, and she, she's much, as, as we read on, she seems much older than her years, which is, yeah, Puck mentions that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, but not old enough, viewers, not old enough. Whoa. All right. Listen. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, would you fuck Teresia, our new song? Well, add the, add the years from when this was first written to where we are now. So, yes. you know, there we go. Yes. <laughs> Spiritually, she was, yeah. you know, 17 plus you know right right um but yeah so uh guts i mean this is like there's 
this is a pretty straightforward action scene here, except for the very messy, just line heavy art because Guts is walking in front of a brick tower, like an odd shaped, like brick tower. He's all, he's walking. So he's walking next to that. He's walking on wooden, very liney wooden stairways that just spiral up forever. It seems like Zondark busts through onto the scene again. He's in full, uh, venom kind of carnage mode. You know, he's fully, fully tentacled out. He's got blades on the end of the tentacles. Uh, and, you know, there, there's a fucking, you know, Guts uses the crossbow. He he slices him. You think that he's dead because he plummets down through there. But, oh, we get the tentacle coming up and grabbing at the last second to pull himself back up. Uh, and the Count's demon, you know, the little mini sluggo that's in Zondorg that now is Zondark. He's he literally does the arrogant, you know, kind of like the theme of like evil defeating itself where he's like, he's like, you're such a weak human piece of shit you'll never defeat me unless you cut my head off, you know, and, and Gus right. goes much like, uh, 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie eraser. He says, thanks for the tip. And then he cuts right. his head clean off. Uh, and then, um, this uh, was before Marvel movies were invented, by the way. So exactly. I want to point that out. <laughs> uh, uh, might've been concurrent with that weird, uh, apocryphal Captain America or Avengers movie. Remember that one that came out in like the late eighties, Steve, that's like really hard. To, like, uh, Thrillin had a copy of that thing. Well, um, I have the, I have the fantastic four movie from the, or 90s. sorry, fantastic four. That was, well, one that I, was never released. Actually. Not right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super tough. To well, find. that was, yeah, like 94. Cause it, that was the whole thing. It came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Right. Or 93 or 94. 93. Yeah. <laughs> um and and i've said it before but every movie in the 90s i judge heavily by how like i was i'm I'm, i literally am always comparing i was like god this was a year after jurassic park and it looked like this yeah or like free jack came out a year before jurassic park and it looks like it came out eight years before jurassic it's a very 80s looking movie with the color you know the film stock and all that stuff but Mm -hmm. um but uh so yeah he he cuts off the Count's head. He cuts it in half. And then, uh, you know, the frickin... I mean, Guts is haunted by tentacled little octopi from... Uh, you know, there was the Incubus in the other episode. Yeah. But it's uh, his head is crawling up his sword. And he's like, oh, now I'll feast on your body. Yeah. So it seemed like Guts was like, oh, I, you idiot, I got you. And then he's like, nope, it's yeah. a trick that I now got you. Gotcha. And I'm going to come and get you. And then... Uh, uh, and then... Guts thankfully just smacks the flat of his sword dragon slayer onto the wall, into the wall, and uh, smushes uh, the old Count's demon, the little mini Count. So, um, really cheesy writing here. I mean, it it works. It's fine. I don't dislike it. But uh, he's, you know, as Guts is getting his ego bruised a little bit by the, the sluggo demon. He's like, I'll skewer your damned head on my blade of steel! Because he's he's yeah. lost he's lost some blood. And he's got to pump himself up to to keep going, right? And, right, because uh, it slithered away, and it's like, I'll see you later, baby. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Right, I'll steer you on my blade of steel. It yeah. sounds like a very bad dub of like a 60s right. samurai movie. And the guy's like, I'm on my blade of steel. Oh, I, I got to recommend the show to that deli, the guy at the deli. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. really like some of these. Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just has these scenes blown up on the windows next time. you go. <laughs> <laughs> just like how 
uh, former and maybe future president Donald Trump has his version of Bloodsport, his favorite movie. Right, right. Where it's only the fight scenes. All of the dialogue and story has been cut out. He only watches (laughs) the fight scenes like a montage. But um, like a true final boss, he's even like, don't think it's over yet. I'll be waiting for you upstairs after you've (laughs) cleared my minions. Yes. Uh, and I'll give you a kiss. <laughs> yeah, the count and and he'll he'll get even more talkative, but he's at a, a very talkative, classic, like tropey villain. You know, uh, um, aristocratic, pompous villain. So I'll give you an achievement for defeating ten tentacles in a row. <laughs> come upstairs. Yeah. Uh, cuts back to Teresa. She's telling the story of her mother's sacrifice to a cult. This this is the um, first appearance of of something that. I don't know if it was planned, but of a goat God, kind of a Baphomet style, archetypical, you know, uh, evil, you know, pagan goat worshiping cult, right? It's a, it's a, it's a goat man with a huge donger. I mean, this thing's freaking, it's got like, it's got like a donger and then two things spiraling up next to it. Yes. Um, but, uh, uh, this will come back in the conviction arc. Again, I don't know if it's the exact same cult, but that is kind of cool. I didn't realize like, potentially this is like a little bit of Easter eggy world building here where, yeah. you know, could this be the same cult that passes through? So, uh, but, uh, guts appears again now completely patched up. Um, he's, he's sneaking around and well, I'm sorry, completely patched up. He's patched up his own injuries. Um, which is kind of funny because his, I think it's his forehead that got hit, but he's like, he does, it doesn't matter if he covers his right eye with the bandage cause he can't see out of it anyway, you know? So, um, but he's, uh, he's bandaged up. He's kind of Batmaning in these dark hallways in this castle, takes out some priests, priests with a uh, priest got some guards with those throwing knives. And, uh, which I'm like, I look at those throwing knives and they're really cool design and they seem very meaty, uh, in, in the manga and in the anime, but they're basically like, I don't know how they would work because they're basically just big arrowheads, yeah. uh, without the shaft. Like they have a little tang on, on the end, but there's no shaft, so I don't know if they would travel that well. It doesn't matter. It's Berserk, but uh, they are a cool design. Did uh, Conkey shot again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he learned these, how to do that from Judo, right? Like in, in the As we flash Could back be. in the Golden Age, because of the same kind of knives that, that Judo has. He but, does it very nonchalant. He's just, yes. flicks it, and boom. Just, yeah, it just cuts to his fingers, flicked out here. Yep. And uh, right back at you, bro. Chak, chak, and uh, then boom, they're dead. <laughs> Um, but, uh, um, he, you know, he tells, he tells the little wimpy priest guy and the now more numerously gathering guards to fuck off and move. They're in his way. Um, and, uh, really cool fight scene here again. And amongst the very ornate interior of the count's castle. So, um, he fucking deflects a bunch of arrows with the flat of his, uh, sword, like a big shield. And then he just starts fucking murking guards at once like i really like i mean knowing what's coming which is the golden age arc i really like how uh it's almost like foreshadowing the guts fighting tons of humans as opposed to just demons as the black swordsman you know as opposed to apostles uh because we're gonna see that and exclusively that for a very long time in the golden age arc so um we get uh uh jericho called out here and i like that it's a little fake out where it's like i mean it's it is interesting like there it's almost like they're showing this to 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 illustrate that guts has now for whatever reason like ascended to another level even because 
you you think that that Mira is going to go through the same beats of like oh Jericho's going to come out and you know the wimpy priest is like hey you brag I mean again the writing's not super great it's not bad in this chapter but there's some cheesy lines but he's like you brag that you were more powerful than Zondark so show your stuff you know and yeah, the one sentence exposition that we need yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like to, yeah oh should we remember on January seventh you <laughs> said you like birthday cakes <laughs> get him <laughs> <laughs> oh I really felt for him because I like birthday cakes as well yeah. Yeah. and he just couldn't blow out all the candles and that was a really heartfelt moment he was just too stupid because uh, yeah. <laughs> he is a very like you know mongo right. style grunt that, yeah. that yeah. Uh, comes out uh guts just cuts him in half and the pillar behind him gets completely crushed such a cool moment yeah, yeah. and really good art too so again it's it's like he saved all of his artistic juices for this fight and the, the upcoming sluggo fight rather than the zondark fight um to the point where it's like i feel like zondark should have just been dealt with in the last chapter you know but yeah they dragged him along yeah. it, it's kind of the it's kind of the taking away not completely like the trope that i hate the most which is take away the superhero's powers and watch him struggle it's not doing that because he gets he gets mildly injured let's say um but uh we 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 don't get to see guts at you know 100 power with sluggo the count um, we're probably seeing, I don't know, like 85% or something like that, which then when he's getting whittled away, he's getting a lot of chip damage, you know, getting slammed around later that, uh, it adds up to a lot, but, um, but yeah, I made the note here too, that like the, the interiors, the exteriors too, but the interiors of the castle here are just like, like the ornate geometry and stuff. Like it's, it's cool because the way guts and the way the apostles move is so much more organic, even though guts has this very geometric sword, you know, but He's very flowing. He's very fast. He's very like almost, you know, bird and wolf like whatever. And then contrasting that with the ornateness and geometric symmetry of all the guards, you know, weapons and armor. Um, and even the the count and the priest are in very symmetrical, ornate clothes, you know, whereas mm. Guts is very asymmetrical naturally because he's got the one arm and the, the one eye. Yeah. Got the cape always on one side. The sword is like that. And then so he's amongst all this this symmetrical stuff and it really stands out in a cool way but yeah also uh, art direction wise i don't know why but it, it stood out to me that guts is especially square <laughs> looking in this chapter <laughs> yeah, yeah like his face it just looks like this like a singular rectangle or square like pretty much the whole time it's like, it's like it's like he's drawing him a little more mature like as if he like aged a few years even though it's only been a few days since the last few chapters of since as these chapters have been going on yeah, it's it was cool. I saw like one of those like guts time lapse, like well, not like an actual like time lapse video, but just like showing different scenes of him through the the series and showing. Right, right. He looks a lot cooler later. I'm gonna yes, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also uh, one other art thing that I forgot to mention um, when uh, Teresa is having that like flashback of her mother, her hair. I thought it was really cool because her mother's hair actually becomes her own hair as if it's coming directly from oh, her head. I didn't notice so, like, that. The yeah. shadow marks actually go perfectly with what she mm. looks like normally with yeah. those kind of like shine on the blackish or brown hair or whatever it is. That is cool. So, yeah. yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Art was, is pretty good this chapter and there's yeah. a lot of fighting. So, you know, yeah, again, like that's why the Zondark part just seems kind of rushed and cheesy. Like there's a, there's so much yeah. detail, but it's just a mess. Like I can't, I can't keep track of the action. Very much. So luckily it's short. Um, but, um, Speaking oh. of Teresa, we go back inside yes. the uh, dungeon room yes. with Puck and Teresa. Yeah, Puck yes. notices that Guts is here. And he's like, I gotta go. He's like, I know this guy. I gotta go help him. And we get, again, a little bit of 
shades of girl Griffith here, even though spoiler alert, Tracy never comes back in the series after these next this next arc. But um, unless new chapter, unless yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's thirty four now, it what? was her all along. But uh, she also has her princess Jasmine moment yes. from Aladdin. If I were a bird yeah. in a cage, <laughs> in a gilded cage, all right, whatever. Uh, yeah, Puck is Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is very. <laughs> God, don't get your ass out of there. Uh, <laughs> uh, me, me, me. I love that part when he told Kafar his ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get kind of a girl Griffith. Uh, we never met Griffith, but you know, she, she is angry that she's just started making this first friend ever in like in years. Right. She's been alone this whole time. And he's like, I gotta go. Sorry. And she's like, no, like she freaks out. She's like, no, you will like whatever. But then she immediately is like, I'm sorry. Of course you have to help your friend and like whatever. But, um, but, uh, but I also like that it's the, that Miura is showing, even though she is a victim, she is still royalty and so like she's expressing herself her inherent selfishness you know you can you can only be so unselfish if you are born into royalty right so uh, i mean kind of the whole story of game of thrones but hmm. um but the, yeah in a little interesting uh moment where it's showing that she has a bit of a fire inside her just like nicholas cage encouraged his son at a yes. wrestling meet that Steve was coaching at. Yes, and where Nicholas Cage time. was less than five feet behind me yelling at his son to use the fire inside as I was coaching <laughs> my athlete against his. Yes. His son. <laughs> what the heck? And then he ran and slid across the map to give his son his uh, inhaler. Uh, and that son uh, was into black metal. And Nicholas Cage's wife, a.k.a. that guy's mom, they got a divorce and she married Shagrath, who was the lead singer of Demi Borger, which is a very mega big uh, wow. black metal band. So he got then uh, pulled into that world even deeper. So now oh. he's a big black metal guy. Hmm. Nicholas Cage is? No, his son. His son. Oh, God. Okay. Because his yeah. stepdaddy is now. Is, was yeah, because he well, he was always into it, and then oddly right. enough, his mom then married like one of the top people in it. That's the, I don't know that's where one thing led to another moment, yeah, like, exactly. Right? Yeah, he was into black metal, and next thing you know, yeah, one thing led to another. His mom's now married to the singer, yeah, uh, yada, yada, yada. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now he's married to the singer, <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick Cage, full mustache, because I think he was filming that 9 11 movie, so yeah, we, oh, yeah, yeah, we're at the gym in Torrance, and people were like, Is that him? That's him. I'm like, No, and then I looked, I was like, Oh, shit. And then there was like a limo outside, and he was there all day in the gym, you know, yeah, yeah. his kid on so, talking about fire. Yeah. <laughs> talking about it fire. seems crazy, but I, I believe I would believe he's probably a good dad, as good as he can be for, yeah, being I mean, actor, you know, those so. days are long, and for him to like sit there and be there, so you know. Uh, I give props. For old, was that Cal L, his son, the one he named after Superman? I don't think it was Cal L. I can't remember. I did remember his name at one point, but now I can't. Uh, maybe it was. I don't know. I I feel like no, but it could be. Anyways, um, Puck comes. He, Puck Puck has a pattern now of leaving the scene, but then guiltily like coming back and like reassuring people. Like, which is it? It is interesting that Puck is he is the empathetic jiminy cricket for guts right now and for and for the reader right it's like if it, it would be really interesting to see a version of this story where puck wasn't there and i'm sure that mira is like there has to be some comedic relief because what i'm drawing and writing is fucked up and so 
but again, it would be interesting to see a, a, an alternate timeline where Puck just wasn't a character. You know what I mean? Didn't have nobody had that relief. Well, I mean, have have they gone over whose perspective we're watching the story unfold through? Is it Puck, kind of like how R two D two and C three PO are the ones who tell the story of Star Wars? Right? Oh yeah, technically, like, yeah, yeah. you would think they're it was there. Puck, but then there's like a ton of scenes where Puck just is not even there, yes. especially like later. Um, yeah, I think yeah it was it very Game sense. of Thrones like, yeah. where it kind of equally starts shifting around, especially as more characters are introduced in the later chapters. Yes, um, but I mean, uh, you get you get inside Griffith's head, you get inside lots of mm-hmm. people. So, um, what I do like. Um, yeah. Also, speaking of like the comedic relief stuff, this is probably unintentional, but I thought it was funny how Theresia said. I told you I knew what it felt like to be locked up in yeah. a cage, didn't I? Yeah. That's because I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. What? Yes. Like, that was so yeah. I don't know. This this felt more like <laughs> anime writing than like anime dub writing than uh manga writing. Right. Cause cause so far the localization has been very good. And I think it's yes. the same guy. Um I'm not I can't remember if they redid I like somebody's credited as the localizer for the deluxe editions. So maybe somebody went through and even polished things more. I don't know. But um, but they also didn't go in and change. Like, you know, technically now we know that it should have been called the Band of the Falcon, not the Band of the Hawk. Because um, hmm. then, like, later on, there's this city called Falconia for various reasons. It doesn't make sense because it's not going to be called Hawkonia. You know, whatever. Anyway, but because um, it's what Taka Nodan is Band of the Falcon. In, yeah. yeah. So it's just a, a mild mistranslation, but but also Band of the Hawk rolls off the tongue much better than uh, uh, in English, I will say. Um, but then the Millennium Falcon arc makes a lot more sense. Yes, if... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gatsu, get in! Yeah. <laughs> You're not bringing that sword. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? I'm just joking. Lando. <laughs> that, I was going to say that's like a stoner. Well, I was going to say Han, was... but then I didn't say Han. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that guy's sword's bigger than my dog, man. I don't know if I want the competition when we get to most eyes. Do you want to hold me to it? (laughs) (laughs) All right, time to measure. He's holding him to it. Just picturing the Millennium Falcon. Huge. Get it? Anything is possible with the girl song. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. God, and I thought I was the black swordsman. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, yeah, you could argue that Darth Vader would say that too. Right. <laughs> I believe I was the black swordsman. Yeah. Oh, hello. I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> my voice is black. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> Um, Am I not kind? (laughs) (laughs) Reference from earlier. Oh, uh, let's see here. Oh, hey, we'll blot out the sun, my friend. (laughs) That that probably I would think is peak cheesy part in that movie is when the fat guy's like, "Our arrows will blot out the sun." In three (laughs) hundred, he's got like the the mascara on and little fat man. They all have mascara. That's true. Yeah, that's true. All the (laughs) well, he's the one being carried around by the slaves. And yes, Mm, yep. Yep. Um, and Guts has his uh, somebody wants yeah. a yeah. moment again yes. because he kicks through. And I love this like full page shot because I, I could just hear the little yeah. <laughs> music going. <laughs> this bar ain't big enough for the yep. two of us or the one of us. This is literally the third or maybe fourth time that Guts has Spartan kicked or tripped an old frail man in the series as they deserve it uh which is i mean it's yeah it's it's funny but again this is like it's it's just showing guts hates 
like weak um hangers yeah, on. Feeble. Yeah. You know, little little second bananas that have like decided I'm just gonna glom onto somebody else instead of you know, he doesn't he's he's all about main character energy and not side character energy. I also like to think of it like the doors were closed and he kicked the priest through the yes, door yeah, yeah. instead of them already being open. Which is very saloon, good, bad, and the ugly, oh, spaghetti yeah, western that's, style that's what I thought of. editing. Yeah. It was weird that he yelled berserk as he did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> berserk <laughs> has arrived. <laughs> or the Wolverine. I don't know. Berserk, berserk. berserk kicking like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or are you doing the, uh, the, the Wolverine? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was like that was one of those just like Hadouken. That was what you heard over the din of the whole arcade. Oh yeah, when yeah. there was a Marvel vs. Capcom or X Men vs. Street Fighter, it was, it was just over and over again. Uh, or Optic Blast, Optic Blast, right, right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, this could be a reach, but uh, I nope. used to I used to play. Whoa, <laughs> I used to play <laughs> Smash Bros. a lot, and uh-huh. Ike from Smash Bros. Another influenced oh, character. He was one of my from, mains for a while from Guts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and even his even his mannerisms actually from his own game. He's yeah, very, yeah. He's very frank and curt and all that stuff. All those names. I thought you, I thought you said his name was like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but is his three hit uh, auto attack combo yes. in in Smash has a kick in it? Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's a reference. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> perhaps. Uh, but yeah, we enter the throne room, which has. Just two guards for some reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, maybe they're the only ones brave enough to stay behind with Master Slug. Yes. Uh, and yeah, the fighting begins. And we and we get a funny little shot of Puck uh, finding Guts and Old Sluggo because the wall explodes. And he's like, oh, there he is. But there's a cool like freak out shot of him there too. But uh, but yeah, th- this, this scene is cool where Guts walks into this huge cavernous throne room almost as if it was built to be a giant fight scene with a giant monster but uh where he hears something happening you know the 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 count is just fatten it up in the throne up a bunch of stairs and then he hears something happening and guts just stabs into the ground as something explodes from the ground and it's all these tentacles looking to pleasure guts in ways that he never uh could escape his own kink shaming before (laughs) But uh, yeah, he stabs the down at it. Sarlacc emerges. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, stabs down at it. More like the Sarsac from where it's coming. <laughs> going for the sack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Count has his Darth Vader moments. He's like basically impressive. Like, you know, he's, he's a little. He is, he is mildly impressed with Guts as this chapter goes on. I mean, he's left on a cliffhanger and the fight is not over. But, um, but uh, he's impressed at Guts's human ability but it's still only mere human ability but yeah so the um as ryan said before uh the count's donger slug uh uh version of himself forms and you find out that under his his dress his robe his real robe he had just like you know kind of like how we've talked about before i know the feeling that the that the count has gone through because i think that his the feeling of my balls hitting the toilet water is probably just the like fear. Going through concrete. I feel like concrete yeah. because he's so str- you know inhumanly strong. Yeah, would just feel like dropping through water because he's he's going through that concrete and and the ground underneath of the foundation like it's mud. And well, and he's got to worry because I'm sure it gets you know snowy. That concrete gets cold. Right. You know, exactly, he, yeah. he could have a stick situation. Right, right, uh, right. Yeah. Where he you know gets a little too comfy and yes. boom goes to walk away. He's stuck. 
and he doesn't okay. want to yeah and also you don't want to when it gets cold you don't want to leather up you don't want that shrink at george costanza shrink right. well he's got so much yeah that's the problem that's yeah. true he can regenerate it's probably a non-issue i should probably exactly. just take that out of my rip and tear and yeah. uh, you know, i probably have seven pages on that so i should probably stop <laughs> you should just test yourself if you have that yeah. ability to rip it and have regenerative <laughs> growth uh i think also by the way uh <laughs> he nicely countered the whole like grasp your your skills grasp your skills yes <laughs> um, is is having to do with uh mira saying hey this guy is more measured he's more level-headed rather than the previous snake guy who's right, just, right. hey i'm gonna kill babies and kill guts and everything right. you know yeah, this guy's like hey, i'm gonna scope your abilities yes. and i'm going to do my best i'm, I'm gonna be you know taking this seriously yeah. i'm still gonna taunt you but this is this whole thing was planned and i'm gonna beat you yeah he's he's not a warlord he's a torturer like which is like that kind of human yeah, is different. I mean the the warlord. The, it was he the duke. Right? Different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they slap. They both slap a little different. But the yeah, the warlord obviously has a certain kind of chaotic bloodlust. Where a torturer, it's even because he's like a torturer is going to thrive on causing pain long term yeah. and suffering and things like that. Well, where a warlord like, uh, mostly just going to kill people and be done with it. You know. So yeah, some of the Batman characters, right? The Bane, who's super yes. intelligent but still yes. mighty. Exactly, jokers and such. Um, yeah, Puck discovers the uh, the massive slug. Yes, uh, just bursting through the walls and enters the scene to see guts. Just you yeah. know, really hardcore struggling. This thing is massive. I mean, he his full form emerges. We get that fire lit kind of like we didn't really have that. This yeah, that's the first chapter. chapter. We didn't, and then yeah. it goes midway and it says, "Hey, here it is." Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, they didn't do the little like cold open. Here's the different art style, but now here and it's and it's yeah to show the scale, especially too between guts and this apostle, and also to show how, that like Mira's like this is really how my creature design is going to be from here on out for the most part not i mean we got a little taste of it again with the cold open of the whole manga where guts is you know uh blast banging that that gal for a couple pages but um you know she starts to emerge as a freakish character like this where the snake is scary snake man was scary but he wasn't he again seemed to almost just like a rated rgi joe character or something right whereas this is like this feels spooky horrific beyond belief yeah and and the and having the face always having the human face worked into the overall monster that represents the person's kind of soul, but then still having the whole form. It's, you know, it's always like there I've it's Mira is like on par with HR Giger, I would say in terms of his originality and his horror designs and stuff. And, and, uh, but yeah, this is meant to be like, Oh my God, look at this fucking, like it is yeah he he puts like the human teeth actually below the human face and just like the gums and everything it's it's yeah you do not want to see human teeth on a slug like like he has like he has such a an insane mastery over anatomy because if you because he knows the rules of anatomy so well that he can break them so greatly like that that goes with the gore and everything with all the you know the sword and weapons violence and stuff that happens but then yeah with these creatures like he's 
he's drawing joints where there it's impossible to have joints, but somehow when you look at it long, it's like it makes sense sort of. And yeah, that's that's to that point. That's actually uh, how you learn to draw um, monster type creatures or or people with other appendages. Yeah, you have oh. to like you could you <laughs> you could <laughs> just draw them with the other things like you know like a kid might draw like oh this is my seven armed uh, right, right. you know robo guy. Yeah, it's like you actually have to go to the point. <laughs> of the connection between the normal human body and the extra thing yes. or whatever it is. Yes. And you have to make that look believable. Yes. Um, and he's a, does a really good job of, of you know, accomplishing Cause that. Cause that's what creates that uncanny Valley effect where your brain's like, I don't want this to be real. I don't but understand this in a know? bad way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It makes it, it makes it weird and creepy. Um, but, uh, Oh, I skipped down a little bit. Um, yeah, we get that nice fireless scene. Uh, Teresia's room is even being affected by this battle and uh, it's shaking around. The pillars are cracking, the door frames cracking and she's already inspired. I mean, if Teresia, you know, was out in the world, out in the dating scene, she would be what we would call a stage five clinger back in the day. She would, she would be saying, I love you after the first date, you know, uh, because she's already so inspired by puck. She's like thinking of him and like, that's what she's like. I'm going to do, I'm finally going to escape my cage, you know, but to, to not be a smart ass, it is touching that she's just like, Oh, he already like having a little friend, um, who was small, but was a very kind little empathetic, brave thing. Oh, because again, and brave because he's like, I got to go deal with this crazy problem right now, even though he's a tiny little, little elf, you know, yeah. um, she's inspired cool shot of her heading out the doors where it's like Ooh, yeah, I completely really like dark and then just the light shining from the doors uh, uh, is coming through when she busts them open. So Because it likely isn't dark outside, but right. it's like that slight gleam in the of right. the wind yeah. or the you know perceived wind is is very cool because it's like you know it's her own mind right. that she's le- exiting the, the the prison in her mind now see i thought that maybe it was a little before this but i thought maybe miura had seen the designs for the light on top of the luxor casino in vegas and that he had he was alluding that it would be placed in the castle there maybe as a nightlight of hers or a, maybe she was no, outside, that's, like that's a coca castle this right. is the different one okay <laughs> god i forgot that was from Coca-Cola the first episode. Cast. Yeah, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Next to the Pepsi Palace. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, she finally gets out. And this is where she has her Griffith eyes. We'll see many times throughout the series. Uh just the 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 shining spike graphics kind of coming out. You know, that's the that's the uh ethereal part. That's just the you know the comic book kind of part. But and then the eyes just totally, totally like just psycho eyes. Like, you know, and and again later it's the eyes of a hawk, but um interesting that he's putting so much pudding no putting so much into teresia's character i mean we get why with the next chapter but uh spending this this again feels very stephen king where stephen king will go very deep into a character that is a very small character but is part of some important event in the scene which many times it pays off big other times You've read 30 pages on some old couple that ends up crashing into one of the main character's kids or something, but you're like, that's all we fucking, you know, and then you never hear from him again, whatever. But, um, but anyway, so, uh, uh, Sluggo here, it's cutting back obviously to the, to the battle. Sluggo is taunting guts the same as his, his demon did and saying, Hey, a sword can't kill me. The more you cut me, I'll not only will I regenerate, I'll be getting stronger each time. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of humans are weak. Like, again, typical kind of apostle stuff, even at this point. 
and Guts does this pretty cool, almost Looney Tunes-esque trick, but it's pretty cool, where he he puts his pillar, or he puts his uh, cape, hangs it kind of on a pillar, and even Puck is fooled, because he's like, oh, Guts, you know, we, we get referee Guts here again, too. Well, quote-unquote pillar. We find out who it is, actually. Oh, yes, yeah. It's hanging there. Yes. But... Uh, yeah. And uh, Sluggo, the Count Sluggo, goes for the trick, crushes the pillar, but actually crushes his little wimpy priest man, and... Uh, yeah, and that's that uh, panel right before he crushes him. That's just terrifying. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness, <laughs> he's like grimacing and grinning, and yes. like he's he's about to feast on this guy. Yes. It's yeah, he's and, like a moving ugh. jello mold, but with more segments. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just so gross. The like the super wide ugh. eyes at the end of the ugh, slug, like yeah. tendrils. Man. <laughs> but you're also kind of like tusks in a weird yes, way. It's yeah. just like ugh. antenna tusks. Nothing, and, nothing is. That's a good band name. Uh, <laughs> i also like how they open the scene and continue to do it through the entire fight of the just the slug guy cleaving through pillars yes. which was guts's big surprise moment wow his sword can cleave through a single pillar yes and then this guy just does it like five times yep because it's like yeah I, this is not human power this is demon power exactly about to beat your ass with it yes. also a surprising <laughs> amount of eyeballs leaving their head in oh, comedic ways yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> <so> disgusting <laughs> but kind of <laughs> with, I, I didn't mention this but the in the soldiers section like there's a guy who oh. has like four panels dedicated to the same yes. guy's half of his head yeah. his eyeball just flinging yes. in different directions <laughs> which sounds terrible yeah. but like it looks kind of funny yeah. almost just show i mean it's such a good sh- it's such a good showcase of the result of the power being thrown around, whether it's by Guts's sword, uh, or you know, therefore himself, or these monstrous and yeah. monstrous masses. Not not just <laughs> other. <laughs> oh, that's a porn name and a. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's more of a that's that's that is uh, antenna. What was it? Antenna stock. No, tusks. tusks. Antenna yeah. stock tusks album. Right, right. Monstrous masses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the album covers in my mind are oh, swirling yeah. like a tornado, uh, taking Dorothy. Well, yeah, these are like uh, if you want to look up fun band covers, uh, cattle de- decapitation, mm. um, where there's like the cows shitting out humans and their faces because they're like a vegan band. Oh, okay. um, so it's like <laughs> all this like mess of things. All the, yeah. all the cannibal corpse covers are very well, disgusting. Yeah, those are different. Yes, I yeah. covers a, all that. Yeah, yeah, these wow. sides not too bad, but uh, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so so Sluggo is oh sorry, Guts gets a good cut in right. So this is the first time he makes uh, some damage happen here. He cuts off yeah. a couple of the stocks, uh, and but we get a we get a freaking good cut is debatable though because he even says, "Damn it, it's a surface wound." He basically right. just kind of scratched his eye, yeah, and did well. And we know the slug can regenerate, so it's that's what I was going to say though is is. Uh, yeah. Uh, we get a Monty Python Black Knight moment here where it's like, oh, just a flesh wound, <laughs> whatever yeah. it keeps coming back. Um, but uh, and I really liked that. It was interesting as as the as Sluggo goes on for like three pages ranting about how weak humans are, how guts should just it's fine. You, you finally just get to die. Oh, and you have that brand thing. I can't believe you even serve us. So he's like kind of impressed. He's like, it's like demon talk, right? Like, oh, you're weak. You're just succumb to the weakness. Just yeah. stuck come to the weakness. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I like that. I feel like it's not the first time ever, but like the way Mira draws guts here, he actually looks scared. Like he's like, 
truly like not just scared, but at a loss of what to do, you know, like he doesn't know what to do. And, and at this point, which is cool, uh, we don't get as much of Guts's internal monologue when he is, he's like, you know, during fights, whereas later on we'll get a lot more um, of his kind of like tactics and what he's afraid of and whatever. But here he's just getting completely fucked up and slammed around by these monstrous masses. Yeah. And, they, uh, they do the whole like Hulk to Loki thing too. It's, he just slams a bunch of, around the floor onto the walls with his, with his oh, tentacles yes. and yeah, stuff yeah. too. For a second yeah. I was like, wait, what are we, is that fan? <laughs> yeah, at the end of Avengers, right? Where he's just yeah. like, yeah, humorously slams him around like a Looney Tune. But yeah, the whole time you're right, like Gus's eye that isn't, you know, injured is completely bugged out this whole time yeah. in almost fear or like I, the, the closest thing I can equate it to is probably that he's just been so injured right. and lost so much blood that he's just struggling to be neutral right now. Right. Right. And while getting beat the fuck up. So yes. yeah. Cause this is like, this is, we're really seeing him like he gets like one or two hits like this with the, the snake Duke. Cause the snake is like, he's like slamming his back, you know? And he's like, Oh, I'm going to crush your ribs or your spot or whatever. But, yeah. but here he is getting whipped into stone pillars and walls and i mean the whole chapter ends with him getting slammed so much and his head is bleeding like he's been wrapped backwards around a pillar and his head is bleeding so it's very much a um you know we we get the the like you know sluggo standing over him and it's very much a well our intrepid hero survived you know whatever cut again or whatever but uh, <laughs> will he make it back to the Millennium Falcon before the rendezvous point? Explore anymore? Uh, <laughs> oh, hand! <laughs> I'm trying to picture what character that is because all of it just the dumb Lando because of hand. Oh, come yeah. on! <laughs> oh, hand! Oh, hand! Uh, little Benji. Um, <laughs> But uh, I mean, yeah, that's like I was when when it ended, I was like, wait, no, even though I've read this before, I was like, fuck, like I wanted to keep reading. And I did keep reading for about 10 pages because I was like, I got to yeah. see what happens, again, even though I know. But um, but yeah, so the pacing overall was really good in the sense that um, it it went by fast. But then at the same time, like I've kind of always felt bad, like when a comic book is really good. I rush through it too much. And then I feel bad that like the artwork right. isn't getting its due. Like, like especially like I was reading, you know, spawn primarily when it first came out when, and when Greg Capullo was doing the run of that. And now he's more known for Batman at this point, but um, he was, he's such an amazing artist. There was so many, just so many posterable just pages yeah. from those books. And meanwhile, I'm like reading it in like 15 minutes and I'm like, okay, on to the next part of the story, you know, but not that I didn't appreciate it, but I almost, I, I would look back and feel bad that, I feel like people are skipping over this stuff, but I mean, that's why we're doing this show. So, um, yeah. What a, what a crazy cliffhanger ending. You yeah. don't know if Gus is going to survive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> they did have fetish. a weird panel of just like guts on the floor with his ass sticking out. It was kind of weird. Yes. I, 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 did anyone else see that one? It was just me. Just drooling. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was strange. Uh, and especially with uh, the leather, yeah. the leather though. <laughs> with puck leaning over like that. Almost. As, it's almost like if puck had, cleavage he would be showing it off with the shot you know yes doing a little coochie coochie coo kind of shoulder you know but he's just being concerned over guts his exposed butt um, yeah. but uh <laughs> he's getting so more <laughs> uh, i'm feeling a name donovan or something <laughs> um also it is funny because sluggo count sluggo has 
a Donovan-esque face, <laughs> as we'll see uh, much yeah. more of later. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that is that is the end. That, is, that was 110 pages that went by lickety-split. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I didn't really have a favorite line. I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, I did, <laughs> but no, that's fine. Like, so it's like, I, cause I'm like, I'm like, I was like trying to reach for one. I went back through, you know, the pages oh, I reached and, uh, <laughs> and I was just like, like, I, I don't want to keep doing like an ironic one. Cause if I had to be ironic, it would be the, the, I will cut, you know, skewer your head with my blade of steel. Like, but I'm like, that's not my favorite line. It's a cheesy line that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really I was even reaching for like an emotional one with Puck and Teresia, but I couldn't really find one, you know? Oh, the, okay. So the line that was my favorite line was uh, after, you know, the big donger is revealed yes. and Puck is flying outside the tower and he says, whoops, I flew out all right, but I forgot to ask where the count's quarters are. And the reason I like this quote <laughs> was because the panel just before is the count saying, I must take this fight a little more seriously. Immediately it goes to Puck saying something no. just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this you know, in in all seriousness, this probably wasn't like my absolute favorite. Right, line, right. But yeah. it was kind of funny how it was Puck. He he was so like, I'm gonna go and do it. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. do the thing. Yes. And the then like the position. He yeah. forgets to tell <laughs> Teresia that he's gonna come back for her. Right. And right. then he goes back out and still forgets. Yes. And it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, I I will say that the in lieu of the favorite line, the Puck situations and artwork were genuinely funny to me. Again, yeah. like that. Like if my favorite line could be just an image, it was him thinking like, because again, it would have been less funny, but still done the same thing if he passed by a tray of delicious food and then was kind of like, "Ooh, I'm going to maybe I'll like it here or something like stupid like that. But instead, he just was completely depressed and on a depressive rant, like a guilt trip for himself. And then he just thinks of a weird salad cake and is now drooling and like way back. No, 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 no. He's oh, okay. So I think this is a little bit of a, a misconception. Okay. He's imagining that they're going to make him into a cake. Oh, that they're going to eat yeah. him. He's oh. not just getting hungry randomly. <laughs> like, wait, because I kind of thought you guys thought that. I'm like, wait, I why is this it so weird? <laughs> yeah. it, it is more funny that way. Got but it. yeah, he's like, oh, well, because he looks so happy. Now, but then they're going to eat yeah. me. Because she, the reason I know is because he, he looks dead, though. Yeah. Oh, huh? oh I said, yeah, Puck does look kind of dead, not pleasantly asleep. But he, his, yeah, the yeah, face. I don't know. It, I guess it was his face where I thought his face was like ooh yummy, but I guess he's looking terrified or sad, like whatever. Yeah, he's kind of like like a shivering, like yeah, yeah. Like, oh, but I guess geez. they do that face a lot of times where it's just like he was oh, worried God, about her eating him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just randomly thinks, damn, it would be tasty to yeah. eat something right now. <laughs> No, but the, I was right, going to say, the reason, I, the reason I know is because he, the first thing he tells Teresia when she's about to, like, let him out, he's like, hey, uh, elves aren't good in calories. Yes. You shouldn't eat me. Yeah, Please yeah, don't yeah. eat me. Yeah. And it's like, and this is what someone who would eat me tells me to feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They should have maybe dropped that line before perhaps, the salad came. Perhaps. But yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, that was my favorite line. You yeah. guys said you didn't have favorites. I said I didn't. I didn't know if Steve. What about Steve? No, I mean, yeah. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. It, was not a, it was not a writing heavy uh, I mean, there was writing, but it wasn't a philosophical kind of, you know, that's usually where the best lines tend to come from. But, um, and again, see this, this chapter seems like maybe it was like localized by somebody different, even though it, the credits say it was not, but the localization a little off with this one, or it could have just been your Mira saying, I'm going to give guts a cheesy line like this, you know, but thankfully yeah, those, those tend to mellow out as uh Miura and, 
guts and overall berserk the book not the character uh, <laughs> mercure yes. mercure as time goes on henrich himmerler <laughs> <laughs> sorry we don't pronounce everything correctly other podcasts but um uh sword report despite all of the uh action i didn't really have any problems with it i i think i liked not that this would happen with a sword that you know normal human non uh guts humans can use but um i do like how much guts uses his sword uses the flat of his sword uh because so many people watch movies and video games and everything is edge on edge hacking at each other and that is for many biomechanical and physics based reasons it is inferior to using more of your flat uh than your edge when when uh counter cutting someone and, and binding and all that stuff so uh so i like that in general there's a lot of use of the flat not that he's using it in exactly the same way as a normal sword he's using it as a big giant shield like a heater shield or something but um but i like that uh, he's doing that a lot otherwise his sword strikes and stuff seem nothing stood out to me as bad you know yeah so. well with uh there is one thing with the uh not that it's bad but the uh the column cleaving scene mm-hmm. it's the power of the zverko yes it's a very strong the crosswise cut. Cut. yes yeah. yes a, a horizontal yeah crosswise cut um just just cleaving through all of his force you can see his cape swirling as yes. the counterbalance yeah it's it's really cool it's so funny that he like the the injuries that he received and is patched up from from Zondark were not clear when fighting Zondark. Like I tried to watch. I was like, when did he get his he was bleeding? But I don't remember. Hit, yeah, you know, like, but but I mean, again, that's that whole scene is messy because there's a whole part where Zondark just comes in and goes, ah, fuck it, and he just like tentacles up all the wood and the stairs and everything. So I guess guts was getting fucked up from that. Yeah, I know, you know his but... like his arm or hand or something got in, injured or something. And then you don't really see that bandage up that much. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, so, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, he's quickly. Well, he, did he have puck heal him? I don't think he did. No, puck wasn't yeah, around. He, yeah. He was yeah. trapped with the uh, Teresia. So, well, I meant, I meant like before the, the, the Zondark fight initially. Oh, that I can't remember. So that that would have been post Vargas. He... You could imply that he was healed, I guess, yeah, from the I, previous one. But, but I think Puck asked him, and he said, like, like he didn't say anything. He's just like, fuck off. Oh, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, so I don't think so, which is why he's bandaged. Right. Here. Um, but yeah. yeah, he patched himself up when he was cleaning his weapons last time, too. But I don't think he was super injured from the first Zondark fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because they escaped anyway when the whole the whole works was coming down. It's when they escaped into the, the shithole sewers. So, um, I mean, I already said, I mean, Puck in a cage, I don't know. I, mean, I wouldn't fuck him, but if if again I was being challenged to right. be sexually drawn to him, him in that cage, whew, put a couple of go-go boots on him, and <laughs> maybe we got ourselves a wet pair of underpants. And they're mine. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's interesting that like Puck, who is typically a very doll-like portrayed character, is mm. next to most of this chapter is next to Teresia, who is also portrayed as this very like doll-like mm. her face. Yes. Um, you know, like her lack of genitals. <laughs> yeah. As far as we... <laughs> I mean, this is a nightgown that is like revealing way too much, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, like... Somebody, you know what's funny is somebody I was I was uh, as I do daily now, uh I get pushed a lot of the Berserk memes or the Berserk struggle posting, you know, account, whatever. And somebody made a post that that's really sounds really old. They made a post. Somebody posted that they were playing uh, or that they were finally watching the 2016 
um, two seasons of the Berserk anime. Like the you know the yeah the, the not that the acting was that just the that the the, an, the animation was bad CGI for the most part, and yeah. uh, they were like, oh, it's not as bad as it's as it seemed, and they had like good they had a little review like their good points and bad points, and they, he did make a point. He's like the the sexual exploitation of all the female characters was far was was greatly reduced which he thinks is a plus like there's still plenty but like he's like when you go back and read the comic it's like man even even the young girls are kind of sexualized you know what i mean but which you could argue hey that's mira making a point about the times that people were living in back then i don't know but you know it's it's preserved so there's plenty of uh excessive lots of things yeah in it yeah. so um let's see who does rickard a character that we haven't met yet need to slap the most in this chapter. So who was the most annoying character? He's going to, he's going to slap Puck's ass because he deserves it. It's just so bouncy and cute. (laughs) (laughs) It's got the shiny, the shiny little apple, you know, when cartoons apples are drawn, the little shiny Mm -hmm. thing on one of his cheeks, but so it's always wet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, who, who was the most annoying character? We'll start with you, Ryan. You know, just out of the principle of it, even though I don't logically think he should slap this person, mm. I think he should slap Teresia. Mm. And I'm not going to elaborate, but I think she, he should slap her, not in any weird kind of way, mm. just he should slap oh. her across the face. Not, no, that, not, whoa, that, not that she's a bad little girl and, no, and needs no, to be disciplined. No. Yeah, <laughs> uh, But for reasons that you'll, it'll make sense if you know who Rickard does slap. Uh, it, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's who that's who she. she <laughs> um, Steve, who uh, he should slap uh, Glorbo Junior as he slithers away because he mm. keeps tormenting yes. our boy Berserk, yes. and he just doesn't need that anymore. Okay. Boy if he, <laughs> and if he if he slaps him, you know, right in the head hard enough, maybe he'll kill him. Right. That's the headshot. So we're gonna do this for Berserk. Yes. <laughs> um, I I mean this is this is a. Uh, an easy one but the the overtly you know archetypical villain writing of count sluggo who i I don't think we ever know his actual real name he's just been the count right yes he's just his status his symbol of status but uh his i think it's vladula his writing only to be out cringed by Berserk himself by Guts's line. So here I turned it in on itself. You thought I was going to say the count, but no. Guts is, Guts needs to be slapped for saying his. I will screw your head with my blade of steel. You know, like <laughs> if he would have just said my blade, that would have been actually kind of a cool line, dramatic and campy maybe, but not as cheesy. I don't think. But that blade of steel thing, it's like Guts. We know. That Likely, <laughs> I'm guessing it's probably a singular word exactly in yeah. Japanese. Yes. But they it's like it's like they translated so. the the word sword in Japanese to the literal translation, which means a blade made of steel or something like that. You know? So again, that's that's localized. That's that's translating versus localizing, which would have been my sword or something. So, yeah. um, Rickard slapping the localizer yeah. or a better. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. That's actually probably the best one. <laughs> um, and, and further localizing would have been. I'm going to, I'm going to jam, you know, skewer your fucking head with my, you know what I mean? Like have it be even more kind of, you know, slang. I'm going to take my thick rod and jam it down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Other than that, I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, We're, we'll be back with uh, the guardians of desire. The galaxy. Yes. The guardians of the galaxy 
of Desire. Oh god, can you imagine a whole galaxy of Desire? Ooh, uh, every night. But uh, yeah, we will be back with uh, Chapter Five. Uh, sorry, Volume One, Chapter Five: Guardians of Desire. Part, part four, four. <laughs> as I didn't change it yet. Uh, uh, next time, make sure and subscribe to our show. Uh, give us those nice ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcatcher of choice. Uh, check out Steve and Joey. That's me and Steve's other podcasts, Probing Ancient Aliens, uh, on uh, the same podcast services, and now Probing Gaia. Maybe a little Secret of Skinwalker Ranch coming back pretty soon. Sorry, Hungry for Skinwalker Ranch coming back at some point soon. Um, as that new season dropped early. And uh, if you like us, support us over at that podcast Patreon at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. Uh, thanks again, Ryan, for the music. Not this music, but the intro music. Yes. And uh, you're just seizure playing the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> just wait for the vocals yeah. to come in. Uh, and then, yeah, catch, uh, if you're a crossover listener with other shows, catch uh, me and Steve for Probing Gaia next Monday at this time. Other than that, we'll see you Keep later. Keep berserking. Keep struggling, <laughs> berserkers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.